At the time of this podcast, it is the end of December. New Year's Eve is coming up, and it's time everybody really starts about thinking about New Year's resolutions, talking about what they want to do, the changes that they want to make, and stuff like that. And we're going to be talking about that and why goals are important for you to find success in episode 109 of The Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mel. This is the show where we take the average guy and we take that nice guy that's living inside of him. We kick him to the curb. We help the men step into their masculinity and to start living life on their terms. I am your host, Brian. I'm a men's coach and I want to thank you for coming up to the last podcast of 2021. This has been a heck of a year, isn't it? So, <laughs> and it's, it's such a, uh, uh, and, cool time to sit back and relax, especially being at the very end, you start getting all the years and reviews and all that. And these things are wonderful things that a lot of us need to actually do is to look back upon our life, look back as onto what has happened to us in the previous year. And there's a lot of stuff that's happened. I mean, you look back through there and you're going, holy smokes, there was a lot of crap that happened this year. And then there was a lot of crap that didn't happen. And a lot of the crap that didn't happen is honestly what didn't happen in your life. You may have been sitting back going, you know what? I probably need to start doing X, Y, and or Z. Or I really need to stop smoking, stop uh, drinking, stop uh, doing, you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing. That's just, you know, it's not helping you out and it's just bringing you down it's keeping you playing small. Maybe you are your marriage. You're worried about your marriage, things like that. And just your life is just not doing what you would like for it to be. Maybe you've started looking back upon your life. You're approaching 50. You're realizing your life is almost halfway over. And what's happened? Have you just wasted it? Where, where is the, where's that first 50 years gone? Um, I'm at, I'm 48. I'm getting, I'm getting up to that, uh, that big five O mark. And that's, Getting a little, you know, makes starts making things a little, little nervous, a little scary, and it's like, holy smokes, there's a lot that's got to get, got to happen before I hit the the five zero. I'm not where I wanted to be. Uh, I had a similar instance like that back whenever I hit about thirty five, where all of a sudden I looked back and life wasn't where I was wanting to be, and that was actually where I started my journey on improving myself, start realizing where things were going wrong. And one of the number one things that I discovered about the journey, my journey and found out that this is pretty regular for everybody else. Who's on that journey is that you've got to have a game plan. You've got to have a map that goes, gets you from place a to place B. And from place B to place C, C to D, D to E, E to F, F to G, so on and so forth, all the way down to you get to your main objective. Where do you want to be? 
And so many of us men, so many of us people, honestly, do so without any type of plan, any type of roadmap. They don't, they just go, I need to get my life better. Maybe I'll start working out. And so they may start working out, but they have no reason, no goal as to what they're working for. And because they don't have that, they, their motivation peters out and it dies off and it goes away. And you don't, you don't achieve anything. You might get your resolution. If you're doing New Year's resolutions, you get your new resolution to last maybe March. If you're really committed, it might last until April. And then after that, it fades off until November comes along. And then you're like, oh, crap, man, I, uh, oh my, this year's gone already. I didn't achieve anything I wanted to do. And the reason why that happens is because there's no roadmap. That's like you tr- living in New York City and you want to move to San Diego. How do you do that without a map, without GPS, without any of that? You just decide, I'm going to start step out the front door and I'm going to walk whatever direction I need to go to make it to San Diego. Now, it might work where you just follow right along the border. You'll eventually get there, right? Or you may find yourself walking in a big giant circle and never make it over there. That is what a lot of people do. They just do a big circle and a big circle and a big circle and another circle and another circle and wonder why they never get anyplace. Or they don't make any plans. They don't have any goals and they just drift. Yeah, you might wind up at a really cool port in the middle of the Caribbean. Or more than likely, you'll find yourself out in the middle of the ocean without any type of uh, food, water, or any type of provisions and you don't know how where you need to go to even get to where you can start to restock. And a lot of us do that, sadly. A lot of us just float through life. And before we know it, 40 years have passed. And then we're like going, oh, dadgummit, man. I, oh, what am I going to do now? I mean, I, I, I was... I was wanting to do stuff by the time I was 40. I was wanting to be known for something. I was wanting to, you know, be well on my way to becoming rich and successful or whatever it is that you wanted to do. And that's why goals are important. You have to have something you're aiming for. You have to have a a goal, a place in the future that you want to aim for. Now, you get some people who say, well, I, I don't know what I'm doing on, by, on next Tuesday, so why do I need to plan five years down the road or even plan 10 years down the road? Because if you're planning that far down, you're at least going to be heading in that general direction. As you get closer, your life makes shifts and changes, yes. And as those shifts and changes come about, you will actually make adjustments. Never mind, I don't want to go to to that location, I want to go about a hundred miles south of there. And so you will start to veer that direction and head that direct and go towards that particular goal. So many people have tried doing goals and they have found that, Oh, it, it doesn't work. Goal doing a goal doesn't help at all. It doesn't, it, all it does is it creates frustration in you and it creates, uh, animosity towards those who are able to succeed and they, they say, what is it? Something like 80% of people who try to do, and I know, internet uh, statistics, uh, 48%, you know, 48% of all internet statistics, statistics are made up on the fly or whatever, however you want to look at it. But it's something along the lines of 80% of people who try to do New Year's resolutions fail. Now, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? 
that 80% of the people who try to do internet, uh, try to do internet, <laughs> try to do internet. No, it, they try to do a goal. They try to do their New Year's resolution and they don't make it. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that there are 20% of the people who try actually make it. So there is a big, huge difference between those who try and those who succeed. The difference is, is the people who fail at it give up. They decide, never mind, I'm not going to do this. This is crap. It doesn't work. It's just, a, it just makes you a- aggravated, causes you to not do anything uh, successful. You waste your time. But yet, if you actually look at a lot of the goals that you've tried and you failed at, you actually got closer to what that goal is than if you had never even tried. For me, I've still got the the goal of I want a hundred people a day to visit my site in a thirty day period. That means I want three thousand people to visit my site within one month. Has that happened? No, not yet, not yet. I've gotten close. There was a couple. There was a couple months where I uh, back in uh, this year when I got I was doing about seventy five. 80 people a day. I was getting right up there. I mean, I, it was doing really good. And then after uh, vacation and everything else and a bunch of other stuff kicked in and I started not having the time to do all that I was doing, all the energy and all the work and all the sweat, blood, sweat and tears I was putting into the, uh, into the site wasn't happening. And so my numbers have, have dropped considerably, but I still want that goal of, a hundred people. And is it possible? Yeah, I will get there. I will get there one day and it will be where it hits a hundred people and it will stay at a hundred people. And then I'll probably move that goal up to where I want a thousand people a day. That'd be a crazy goal, wouldn't it? To get a thousand people to show up on your, on your site every single day. Would my, would this little uh, shared server handle that many people pounding away at it each and every day? Don't know. Hopefully by that time I'm making enough money to where I can, you know, have a private server or something, something that would actually be able to handle, you know, that much traffic. But those are goals. Those I wouldn't be as close as I am if I hadn't started taking the steps to just try to get a hundred people a day. I would still probably only have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten people a day. And that's not to dissuade or poo-poo those five to ten people a day who were coming to my site back when it first started. I applauded every every time. The first time I got a person to show up, which was like five to ten days after I first opened it up, someone finally came to my site. And I was like, yeah. And I knew it wasn't me. And I was like, yeah, somebody found me. Hot diggity dog. And it, it grew. And there was times where I could actually go over to Google Analytics and I would see in real time, two people on the site at the same time, they were visiting the site and they came from, you know, they were doing a search for this or a search for that. And they came to my site and that was a really cool feeling that wouldn't have never happened if I hadn't had that goal. Being a life coach would have never happened if I hadn't set goals. Now, have I gotten all the goals that I want? No, no, no. There's a, I have very low number of goals that I have actually reached. But I ha- doesn't mean that I don't keep trying. And that's the same thing for you. You got to keep trying to move. You got to make those 
minuscule little bitty baby steps because those baby steps form into a massive action. You keep taking massive action and you are going to be miles ahead of your friends who are just wanting to sit on the couch, get drunk, play video games and do nothing and complain about their lives. You could be the one that go, well, man, wow, he got all, all rich. And you can sit there and tell him, dude, I worked my butt off. Well, it must be nice. Yeah, dude, it is really nice. You ought to try working your butt off a little bit and see what the rewards are. Try making a goal and reaching that goal and reaching for it. Not quite reach, attaining it, but you're trying anyhow. Those are good things. Those are wonderful things to, to have. That means of discomfort that keeps you, keeps you go, uh, reaching out. Now, there are several different types of goals that I actually wanted to talk to you about. So, goals being important, they help you get further down the road, like I said before. Now, there's a several, and there's several different ways you can create goals. The one most people know of is the SMART goal system. SMART goal stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timely, S-M-A-R-T. And if you're not, if you're not familiar with it, specific means Instead of saying, I, I want to make some money, I want to make more money this year. Well, that doesn't tell you anything. You have to decide how much money you want to make this next year. Do you want to make an extra $500 this year? Do you want to make an extra $1,000 this year? Do you want to make an extra $10,000, $100,000, you know, $500,000 this year? That's a specific goal. You are getting very specific. If you want to lose weight, you know, I want to lose 60 pounds this year. All right, then you now have a very specific amount that you can look for. You know that you can actually divide that out through the year and you can determine how many pounds you need to lose each week. Now, the reason why you want to be specific is because it is also needs to be measurable. If you are seeing that you have to lose two pounds a week and this week you only got one pound down, you know you're a little bit behind. Or maybe you lost three pounds and you know you're a little bit ahead. So you can actually measure when you're being specific, you can actually measure where you are in uh, uh, regards to what your goal is. So you want to make sure that your, your goal is measurable, but also make sure it's attainable. If it, if you're uh, beginning of December, you're like, I'm going to make a million dollars and you've never made a million dollars in your life. You've never even made $50,000 in your life. Guess what, man? That million dollars is probably not going to be attainable. It is a little bit out of the reach, unless you happen to know that your dad just died and you're fixing to be getting given a will and you're getting a million dollars out of that will. Then, okay, it is it is possible, but it really isn't attainable. So you want to make sure that you have a goal that is attainable. That's why a lot of people start at the first of the year. And so within one year of that moment, so from January 1st to about December 31st of 2022, I'm going to make, you know, however much money I'm going to lose, however much weight I'm going to walk, however many miles I'm going to walk. You know, you want to make sure that that is an attainable, reasonable uh, goal. Now it also needs to be relevant for what your largest main goal is. So if you're trying to grow your business, telling your having the goal of writing the Tour de France probably isn't really relevant to what you're trying to accomplish. So you want to make sure that your your goals align with what you want to get done in the overall life part of your life. If you are wanting to become a uh, a, a deep sea fisherman, 
Okay. Well, then I guess it would help if you were, your, your goals were with to like own a boat, you know, those, those types of things. You want to make sure that your goals are relevant to what you're actually wanting to achieve. And then finally, you want to make sure that your goal is timely. A dream is just a dream until you put a time, until you put a deadline to it. And then it becomes a goal. So you want to make sure that when you set that, set that goal, that you have a reasonable, relevant amount of time. Now, one of the great things about SMART goals is that they actually will show you where you are failing. All right, I don't have the discipline to keep this up. I need to find a better way of working on your discipline. Those failure points that you hit, you hit those points, those points of, of your life where things just aren't working. Those are places that you're, that life is telling you, you need to shore this up. You need to strengthen this up a little bit more before you try going out and doing this again. And if you keep doing that, you will find that you actually have a better chance of, of achieving whatever that goal is. And that's one of the reasons why failing isn't a bad thing. Failing is actually very, very good. And I would actually rather stop, start using the word life lesson or it's a learning session instead of failing. Did you fail? No, I had a learning session. I had a learning moment. I had a, a moment of enlightenment so that you know that you're not quitting. The only time you fail is when you quit and you go, you know what? This is done. This is stupid. I'm not doing this no more. Now you walk away and you never try it again. Those are the times that cause you to actually fail. So you want to make sure that you have those goals set up right. Now, another way that you can actually fulfill those goals is again through the smart goals, but you can also tweak it out instead of being within a year, have a, an overarching goal that you get done within a year and then take that overarching goal, break it up into quarters. So you have four major milestones that you want to make. That's according to that overarching goal. And then in those four quarters, you turn those into 12 week goals. Each week you have a goal that you have to set, you have to achieve to be able to get to whatever that quarter goal is. And when you get those four quarter goals done, then you can actually start making, you can actually accomplish what your overarching goal is. These can be a little bit confusing when it comes to breaking them down, but once you start breaking them down, it becomes very easy. Now, if you go to developgoodhabits.com, you can actually pick up a, it's not my site. It's just a, a template for a 12-week program that you can use. You can also go to uh, uh, a another oh, 101planners.com, and they've got a, a 12-week planner template also. So there are a lot of different places you can look for tw- a 12-week planning uh, goal planner where you can actually set up, hey, this is what I'm going to get done this week so that I can get my quarter goal accomplished. And that takes a lot more mental work, but when you can prepare yourself and get it broke down so that you are actually making those goals and you're actually hitting those, uh, those paths, you actually will find yourself on that, on a trajectory to improve your goals and improve who you are and reach those goals a lot easier. Now, another type of goal that a lot of people do are long-term goals. This is like 10 years down the road. So much as they get you moving. They get you going down the road so that you can actually start uh, getting close to what that goal is. 
a lot of times that's what people will start with. They start with those long-term goals. And long-term goals actually coincide with visualization. When you're visualizing where you want to go, it really helps if you're actually taking the time to just get as detailed and as granular about what your goal is as you possibly can get. Maybe it's a, a dream car. Maybe you want a uh, a 68 Carmagia. I, I think they have those. Um, and you sit there and you can look at it and you can see what the seats look like. You can feel what the, what the steering wheel feels like. You can hear the, the, the purr of the motor. You can, you know what color the, the, the paint is. You know what the color of the dash is. You, you smell it and you can hear it and you smell the exhaust and, you know, all engage all your senses. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it, you know, go as far as, you know, what, what does the steering wheel taste like? You know, weird things, but you can sit there and start looking and thinking and, uh, and visualizing what that goal looks like and how it, how you feel about having that goal, how you, how the people around you will feel with you having that goal. And that being in a, a place of positivity with that, you can actually get yourself a lot closer to what that goal is just by visualizing. But the key point to, to tops off the, the visualization aspect is that you start making the steps to get that done. Maybe that's set inside money for, for, to buy that car. If you ever happen to come across it, maybe it's to own a, own a job, uh, your own business. Well, what business do you want to own? Decide what that business is and get down to what, what does your office look like? When, when you know you make it, if this office is going to look this way, it's going to have a glass desk, you know, or maybe it's a giant mahogany desk and you've got shelves on each side lined with books and it's overlooking the countryside and it's be on the 10th floor and, you know, whatever it is. And you think about it and you imagine it and you, Really, like I said, you get granular. What is the, what does the leather in the, on the seat feel like? What is the, what do the drawers feel like? How, you know, what do the handles look like? And uh, what is, you know, does it smell like oak or maybe you've got a hint of cedar stuffed in there somewhere. And so you've got all these wonderful smells of old desk coming at you. These are thoughts that you want to have when you're doing the visualization. And that works well with the, with the long-term goals because, and, but the neat thing about long-term goals, is that you're not married to that particular goal. So if you get down, you know, eight years down the road and you're like looking at it going, dude, I do not like the work that I'm having to do to get to this goal. You can shift and you can adjust those goals and you can adjust and, and swap them up so that you can actually be closer to what, uh, what target you actually would like to have. So with those goals, there's a few other things that you can actually do. You can actually also have smaller bite-sized goals and James Clear's uh, Atomic Habit is a great book to use to be able to start developing these little micro habits just these little habits that change how you look at life how you are approaching maybe it is you don't uh, go to bed until you've done five push-ups and so what you might want to do is before you ever go into your bedroom anytime you come up to your bedroom before you can go into the bedroom you have to do five push-ups and then you get up and you go inside and then say you leave to go grab a drink of water. When you come back to the door, five more push-ups, and then in bed you go. You start figuring out little ways and little, little habits that you can actually do that will uh, help you achieve whatever that goal is. And the uh, James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, is great for that. 
And finally, if you uh, are having trouble with finding habits or uh, finding goals or completing goals or needing help with needing somebody to whomp you up on the head from time to time, another tool that you can actually use is a mastermind group. Uh, I've got the Brotherhood of Men mastermind group, and that is actually fixing to be be dropping in price. It's going to become a hundred dollars a month, and when you uh, when you sign up and you do for a year, you can you will have the full benefits of meeting with somebody once a week, every week, until uh, until that for that full year. And if at the end of the year you still want to stay, well, then you can re up and we keep going. So you can actually have the first you have the the a benefit of building your community pillar. You get the community's aspect, but you also have the men that are in that group looking to you, helping you to become a become a better man. And part of that being a better man is you are setting goals and you're making steps to make yourself better. And when you make yourself better, you're going to make your family better. And when you make your family better, you're going to make your community better. And when your community gets better, everybody benefits. Yes, you hear people complain about what... Uh, what capital damages of capitalism, except for the fact that they ignore all the aspects of the good that capitalism does. There's bad things that happen in capitalism. Okay, yeah, because people take capitalism to a bad, a bad place. Yet, if you take your take your 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 personality and you put it into any type of magnifier, you're going to have the bad parts be amplified. And the good parts are going to be amplified too. And the in capitalism, along with alcohol, does just that. So, if you'd like to help out, uh, get the help you need, Brotherhood of Men, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood and check out the uh, the page there, and you can sign up through there also. So, guys, with that, nice and short, want to go ahead and let you go. Thank you again very much for listening. If you found anything in this enter, uh, entertaining, uh, insightful, helpful, or you think you think somebody who might actually benefit from listening to this, share that with them. Share that onto Facebook. Share that onto Twitter, Instagram. Share it everywhere. Let's get people to understand and hear and start recognizing the relaxed male. We want more men and to come on, start listening. You, if you're a woman, Hey, get your girlfriends in here. So let them start listening so that they can, their girlfriends can actually start pulling their men in here and help the, uh, help grow this community of men. Let's get this men men's group moving so that we can actually get rid of the nice guys. And so these guys will start becoming the men that uh, the women and in uh, society need in their lives. So, guys, with that, I'm going to let you go. I hope y'all had a wonderful Christmas. Let's to, to looking forward to uh, 2022, and hopefully, it doesn't mean that it's 2020 also. And so, we'll uh, we'll see y'all next week. So, till then, 